Hey everybody, this is episode 34 of the Q&A podcast. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Anthony, sitting right across, or right next to me as always, is my pal DeQuincy. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Yeah, a little welcome back Connor for you. Hey, we got, cool. you gotta like that. Um, thanks for joining. Like I said, thanks for joining us. Uh, find us on Twitter. All of us, apparently. Just, uh, you're just hanging on to that. Hey, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start uh, promoting it. Now. Might as well. Yeah, but you gotta tweet too. I will start tweeting for okay, sure. We'll uh, at ant a n t underscore Garcia two eight eight. So cumbersome, cumbersome. <laughs> and uh, our oh our. Twitter handle. I was going to do the end, but okay. Oh, our well, Twitter handle for podcasts, our blog, at 288 underscore. All spelled out. All spelled and, out. And my Twitter is at DQ327. Cool. Well, now that we've got all that out of the way, mm-hmm. let's get to it. Um, yeah. This is a continuation, I guess. Of the last podcast. Our last podcast, podcast, we talked about all the crazy free agent hacks. Happenings has gone on in Major League Baseball in the past week. We talked a whole lot of baseball. Yes, we did. In one episode. And uh, so much so that we needed a second show to do to yes. talk more baseball. Yes. Last one we went like an hour and 15. We figured you people need a break. Because we certainly did. <laughs> yes. Um, and like I said in that last show, we're trying to focus on the Astros mm-hmm. this time around. Um, they've made a few moves. And uh, so we want to get our thoughts on that. And then kind of start looking at the team as as, as they move forward uh, into 2015. Uh, so uh, let's let's get into it, man. All right. So Astros went out and signed Luke Gregerson, three years, eighteen and a half million dollars, to basically be the closer. Um, he if he reaches enough games played, that contract can go up to three years, twenty two million. Um, and a day after that, they signed Pat Neshek. Two years, $12.5 million. So they're um, sorry, fixing up the bullpen for last year. Last year, the Astros had the worst bullpen ERA. I believe it was 4.80, or it's also known as a dumpster fire. Yeah. Um, so you could go out there and get two crew relievers to help uh, solve that issue. Let the league in blown saves again? Uh, yep. And uh, we've led the league in blown saves for the past three, three, three years. Three years, I believe. Really? Yeah. I know not last year, but the year before, 2013, was terrible. Oh, yeah. uh, we had the worst bullpen of all time. Last year was a little bit better, but still bad. Right. Just, and it could have been better had you know guys like Crane um, and, and Qualls play, panned out for the whole season. Yeah, you know, so I feel bad because I was the one that was pushing the Jesse Crane signing. And then he got signed to the, it was a, how much was it? One year, five or eight million dollars. No, I think it was like five. Five, yeah. But five that's still five million. A lot to get Sound. paid. Yeah, the sound the entire year. And uh, who was the other guy? Matt Hours. Uh, I think he pitched 10 innings. Yeah, he got hurt pretty early on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was exciting. I thought, man, this bullpen looks really, really solid. Um a lot of veteran, you know, a lot of veteran presence, a, a big veteran presence, I'm sorry, uh, at that back end of the bullpen, something you had to like. And it didn't work out, but this year it, it feels, even though it's kind of the same story, it still feels different. Like, it still feels exciting. Um, Nishek was an all-star last year for the Cardinals, or this past season, uh, in 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gregerson was crazy good as well. I mean... And a really good, you know, A's on a, on a good A's team. Uh, he wasn't even the closer, but he he pitched well enough where I think had something gone wrong. I mean, he the transition would have been pretty you know, smooth for him. Gregerson has had an ERA under three since let's see, since two thousand eleven. Two point seven five, two point three nine, two point seven one last year. Two point one two. That two point one two is. Pretty nice to look at. Yes. But you see where he's been pitching the last yeah. couple of years. That's true. The Padres with the Athletics, two of the uh, best pitching parks in the entire league. And now he's going to Minute Maid Park, which is uh, more – it's not as home as homer friendly as you think. It's not the hitter's haven that, that people you think make, it it seem like, make it seem like. Um, 
it took Chris Carter a while to start thriving off, you know, off that ballpark. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it took him almost half a season. He got hot, was you know, last season, and that's why, you know, he finished with thirty-seven home runs. But it's not like he, you know, jumped right off the gate or you know, out of the gate, you know, cracking him over that left field wall. Um, and yeah, it, it, it doesn't seem, you know, like that hitter's haven that that I think a lot of teams or or pitchers at least are, are kind of seem seemingly scared to to step on. <laughs> I mean, if you're a batter and you hit the ball to center field. Nine times, I'm say eight times out of ten, it's going to be caught because usually it's just a lazy uh, fly ball that lays out there. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we both like the uh, <coughs> sorry the signs of both uh, Gregerson and Nisha. Uh, it definitely helped the bullpen, which those three, those two, then who else is there? Those two Qualls. I don't even remember the rest of the team. Is Albert going to be back? I don't know. I have to look at his contract. Can you give me a moment? I'll look at it. Sure. Uh, but even with Albers, uh, I'm not, I'm sorry, Qualls, Gregerson, and Nishek, that's a pretty solid, you know, uh, six, seven, um, I'm sorry, seven, seven eight, eight, nine, nine combination, you know, whatever, whichever way you go with those guys. Um, that's, it's promising. And considering they're not hurt like Crane was, I mean, we signed him as an injured player anyway, yes. so that was a huge risk. Um, yeah, he just backfired on us. That com- completely backfired. I mean, that we there was no benefit to that signing at all. Uh, but these guys are healthy. They have they pitched in the playoffs this year, mm-hmm. this past season, so they have you know big game experience. Um, okay, so go back to Albers. He had a contract for the 2015 season, and the Astros declined it. So still a chance they sign him, but it's looking very unlikely. Yeah. So it would be the three we mentioned, Qualls, Gregerson, and Dishek, Josh Fields, Tony Sipp, Jose Veras um, wants to come back, and Mike Fultonevich. Boom. First try. First try out of the gate. Suck so. it. Knocked it out of the ballpark, man. Good, good job. I do what I can. Josh Zaid, is he on this team? I thought he no, he, I think it's now the Tigers. Tigers? Or, yeah, Tigers. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, as long as everyone's healthy and pitching, I think it'll be a, I don't want to say it's going to be a top 10 bullpen, but it should be somewhere between 20, uh, 15 to 20. You got a guy like Sip, who was what, left-handed pitcher? <laughs> mm-hmm. And pitched really effectively last year um, when he came over from San Diego. Yes. <laughs> That's weird. He came over from San Diego and got better. Yeah. That never happens. So hopefully, you know, he'll keep it up going into the season. Um, but more and more, I, I'm liking what they've done with the bullpen. Um, they re- it really seems like they'll be able to take a lot of pressure off the young starters. Mm-hmm. You know, guys that... Yeah, they probably can't go seven, eight, nine, you know, seven or eight innings. But you know, if we can get them five strong innings, then we, you know, looks like we now have the bullpen to uh, to sh- not shut it down, but uh, <laughs> at least now when you watch the games, the bullpens come come in, you don't have to watch it with your hands over your eyes, or just decide to change the channel because yeah. change the channel because you you have an idea of what the outcome is going to be. Hey, you can change the channel coming the next year. They'll be on Root Sports. Everybody in the Houston will be able to watch them. No, that's true. That's true. The revolution shall be televised. <laughs> uh, what else do you want to say about this bullpen? Do you think they need to add anybody else? Is there anybody else out there that's oh. worth uh, picking up? I mean, Sergio Romo's a free agent, but he's kind of old as well. Well, the owner, Jim Curry, came out at the beginning of the um, free agency period and said they had about $20 million to spend. And they've already spent about... See six million on each pitcher, so that's twelve million. So you got about eight million left to throw around. I don't know if they're going to throw it around on Romo. Uh, scrolling through these available free agents or these best players to sign, we can uh, yeah, keep we scrolling can past these guys. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of these guys we're looking at Scherzer uh, and, and whatnot. I come in here, Jason Grilly. Nope, nope. 
I feel like Ricky Weeks has been in the league for like 20 years now. He came out of the womb playing baseball. <laughs> Maybe that's because I just remember to, uh, playing against him a lot while we were in the NL Central. Uh, Casey Jansen. I don't think we could afford him, though. It seems like he would command a good chunk of that $8 million left. Mm-hmm. We're just looking through all of... <laughs> we could go get Rafael Soriano Coleman in the sixth inning. He's not going to cost that much. Not this time around. He made his money already. Yep, that last contract with the Nationals. What about Rodriguez? Francisco Rodriguez. Is he too old? <sighs> I'm afraid he's going to want too much money. Mm-hmm. Because of the quote-unquote proven closer role. Yeah. <clears throat> like, I think, like we talk about Romo, four to five million dollars a year. Would you take the, the risk on, on Romo? Uh, he's 31. He still has that slider. Good control. He's just a little homer prone. I mean, if I would pay him because he's not going to be the closer. He'll be, you know, uh, like, he, like he was when they had, um, what's his name? Brian Wilson. He'll be like the eighth inning guy on this team. So that would be a good, a good draw for him. I mean, that would be able to boost up his confidence. And, you know, there's a chance if he's pitching really good, he can, they can turn around and trade him at the trade deadline. And, if, I mean, look at it. If, say they were to sign Rome or Rodriguez, one of those guys, you're looking at probably three of the top, what, five or six relievers, you know, that were free agents this year. We lost out on, we lost out on Robertson. We lost out on, on uh, Andrew... The guy from uh, that signed with the Yankees. The guy signed with the Yankees. Yeah. Oh Lord, I have no idea. Andrew Miller. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, we. Those were the what, the top two available guys. Relievers. Yeah. Yeah, out of the relievers. Uh, but we've effectively signed what you know, the third and fourth, or between three, you know, three and five, you know, fifth ranked uh, available relievers out there. Mm-hmm. And say we had a third guy, you know, who's somewhere in the top six or top seven order. That's a pretty nice haul. Why don't we take a run at Brett Anderson? Because uh, he's... I know the first thing you're going to say, he's <laughs> always hurt, but he's only 26. He's only 26, but I was going to say, because wasn't he just recently in a, a Twitter war with a former Astro Lucas Harrell? Exactly, former Astro Lucas Harrell. <laughs> Some of the Astros employees were in a Twitter war with Lucas Harrell. Oh. I have a story about him that I'll tell you off air one day. Okay. Yeah, I can't tell out air because it's a uh, friend of a friend kind of thing. Too, too Danny. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think Brad Anderson would look great. Um, not in the – well, he could make him, probably make him reliever with less strain on his arm. Mm-hmm. I mean, if – but, of course, you want someone like that as a starter because if he starts, he can be a guy that – Again, another guy you can turn around and trade at the trade deadline. He can, he can pitch well enough to get ERA underneath three. And he has in the past. I mean, he's, he's always – when he's healthy, he's been relatively effective, but it's just been such a small sample. Um, I think, yeah, if, if, you, if you choose not to – if you feel like you – I think if the, teams feel, if the team feels like they have – so, you know, Solidified that bullpen if they're content with everything that they've done with the bullpen this offseason, then I would love a guy like Brad Anderson to be picked up. Because Throw him a one-year five million dollar deal with a with a or maybe one year seven million with just a lot of incentives thrown in, you know, innings pitch. Because right now their starters are Dallas Keuchel, Colin McHugh, and then oh, Scott Feldman will be the number three, and after that Brett Oberholzer mm-hmm. and. I'm really looking. Who's the number five? They might. What, what about Fultonevich? And do you think they'll just go ahead and bring him to the. Just insert him at the back of the rotation? The thing I keep hearing from scouts is he cannot. Um, his breaking ball, he cannot throw it the same way every time. Like his pitching mechanics are off his breaking ball. So pitchers or the hitters are able to pick up on it. Mm-hmm. He only has two pitches, the breaking ball. Well, three. He has breaking ball, change up, and a 
fastball. We know what the fastball can do. Oh, yeah. The changeup and the breaking ball still behind. And you don't know what the fastball can do by now. Let's, let's <laughs> say triple, triple digits. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, if that's the case, then you're looking at your fifth starter, uh, I mean, you know, a combination from last both year. Both of them is one day could be the closer, a la right-handed Billy Wagner. Yeah. Um, you know, you're looking at a combination of what Brad Peacock and and Jake Buchanan or something like that, <coughs> or just another aging veteran. But I didn't like either that. Brad Anderson, throw him in there for the 15 games until he breaks down. At least it'd be, it'd be fun there. Yeah, I mean, might as well continue with with young starting pitching. I mean, Feldman should be your oldest pitcher at this point. You know, or your oldest starter. There's really no no need to go get out. You know, pull out a 35 year old. You know. Into the road starter, you know, who's going to only pitch only there for a paycheck, right? And the best thing about Feldman is that his contract goes down over time. Last year he made twelve million. This year he'll make ten. Next year he'll make eight, and then he's off the books. Wow, That's some uh, some very fancy maneuvering. Yeah, that's what happens when no one else wants you. <laughs> um, okay, so anything else you want to say about the pitching staff? I know there's something you want to talk about next. It's uh, it is improved. I think I'd like to say it's improved. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, imagine if we cut those blown saves in half mm-hmm. next year. That's you know like an extra eight or nine wins, which only you know proves that this team is still on on the rise. Is only on the rise at this point. I think with the pieces that they've put in place, that they're uh, that are being put in place, that are, are starting to come around and get regular playing time, um, that this team is really on you know again moving forward, and then rather than taking a step back, as, as much as I think a lot of fans don't want to accept that, because I think there's still a lot of negativity surrounding the team. I think uh, I've said this to you before: winning cures everything. No, absolutely. Absolutely, and they make it to the playoffs. No one will give a damn that they lost a hundred games. <laughs> what was it three, four years in a row? Three years. Yeah, yeah, nobody will care. We are the. This is the microwave generation. You start winning, they won't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, I like what what they've done with the bullpen so far. Um, I mean, that was obviously a key deficiency on this team. You know, has been a key deficiency on this team for the past several years. Um, and if man, if only if they can just stay healthy, there's <laughs> there's a lot to be excited for. You're right. There's a lot to be excited for. I think at this point. Okay. So moving on to the next topic, we want to talk about. So the Astros have four catchers for two positions. How is this going to work? Four four catchers. Yeah. Who's the fourth? They got Castro. They have um, what's his name? Corporan. Corporan. Just trade for Hank Conger, and they have Max Stassi. That's right. That's right. He's had playing time as well. Uh-huh. Uh, he probably would have would have finished it. if he hadn't got that concussion two years ago. He probably would. Uh, what's his name? Copperall probably wouldn't be on the team anymore. That probably, he would have been the battle. Yeah. Either. I think at this point either they're going to trade Castro mm-hmm. or trade Carter and move Castro to first. Move. Oh, no, not – never mind. Try that again. Singleton is now entrenched at first. Yep. Uh, that was that would have worked last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to trade Castro. There's really nowhere else for him to play at this point. They're trying to trade Corporal right now, but I don't see what exactly they'll get out of him. I mean, he's a – Oh, it's Corporan. Older than Castro. Yeah, he's older than Castro. He's 32, I want to say. Is he? I was going to say 30, but that's. Uh, I'll take your word for it. We've well. been off on uh, <coughs> on ages all night tonight, so why, <laughs> why start being accurate now? Let's see. How old are you, sir? Carlos Corporan. He is 30. He will be 31 at the beginning of the season. So you win there. Um. This is a, this is really I mean it's a very interesting situation. I mean, very few teams have a surplus of catchers that 
could serve, you know, where you have enough guys, you have an even amount of potential starters and potential backups. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who your starters should be, and you know who your backups should be in that situation. Um, and right now, if you're looking to actually get something in return, you know, get something of value in return, mm-hmm. you obviously have to trade Castro. I mean, he is the, the the best, your best shot of getting something decent in return. Okay, let's say, let's put our GM, GM hats, trying to trade Castro. What team are we trading with? Let's just go division by division. Right. Okay, all right, let's start NLEs. NLEs. Yep. Don't think you're trading to the Nationals because they have their catcher. Will Ramos. Yep. Uh, no idea what the Braves are doing. Yeah. <coughs> the Mets because have, if because even if they do trade with us, they're basically any trade. I think it seems like any trade that the Braves are involved in mm-hmm. for the rest of the offseason is going to have to include BJ Upton. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Too much money. Um, not, enough. not that good. Not that. Not, not enough production. Right. Uh, the Mets have their catcher and Travis Denard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marlins. They. I don't know what catcher. Um, no, there's no like major prospects coming from their, uh, their casting group. I want to say they had John Buck, or that might that actually might be the Mariners. Um, Hey, we've, I mean, we've, we've struck deals with them before. They're, yeah. they're obviously uh, willing trading partners. Yes, for loud mouth, mouth contents. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, I'm sorry, I lost some team. So, Marlins maybe. Phillies, no, because they should be rebuilding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go. Cardinals have Molina. So, yeah. Pirates have, ooh, the Pirates lost uh, Russell, Martin. Russell Martin. That could be a... Potential trade can Put that in maybe. Brewers. Nope. Lucra. Reds. Mesoraco. Cubs. They they would have been a good trading partner, but they just traded for um Montero. Montero. Okay, before we move on. Yes. And sir. I'm glad you, you got to the Cubs. Because of the Montero trade. Mm-hmm. Do you think that I because I, I think we should be able to get a better return for Cap if we were to trade Castro than Montero. He's younger than Montero. He hits about the same as Montero. Uh, I mean, I, think, I guess defensively that's kind of where they're they're split. But I think with age and the offense that he brings and the fact that you know he isn't a terrible <coughs> game caller. I mean, there are there've been complaints about him as well. Um, but I think you could you probably find much worse. Uh, game callers, you know, in baseball than Jason Castro. Uh, so at this point, I think he could fetch a not a larger haul, but a uh, higher quality um, return than than Miguel Montero did. And do you, I mean, would you say that's plausible? I say it's plausible, but I don't know. I mean, obviously, if you were trading with Pittsburgh, you're not you're not getting James Italian or any of those guys. Um, but I think you could get. Well, here's the difference in the two. Um, this is the first year of Castro going into arbitration. Mm-hmm. You have um, Montero. He's under control for let's see for the next three years: twelve million, fourteen million, and fourteen million. Quite a bit of money. I think I'd rather have the three years of um, of his control contract than taking a chance on Castro, because arbitration is a mother for both sides. <laughs> Added stress or unneeded stress. Mm-hmm. Um, well, make sure you go into uh, arbitration and. You know, he's awarded eight million dollars. Then he has an excellent season. The year after that, he's awarded sixteen million dollars. I mean, you just don't know. I rather have the cost control right here. Let's see, oh, that's interesting. But so, so then that obviously that would play an impact on the return, uh, a potential return. <coughs> I believe so. So, do you think we could? But 
overall, do you think I think we should be able to get a better return than the Cubs or the the Diamondbacks got at this point? I'm gonna say it wouldn't hurt to try, but I don't want to get you no hopes up. Yeah, oh yeah, of course. But um, so I think for the best return, Castro is your is the most you know, obvious candidate. Let's keep running down these teams. Dodgers. Um, I know they have AJ Ellis as a catcher. He's, what thirty six? He's <coughs> pretty old. Um, and he's become Kershaw's personal catcher now. Mm-hmm. The Giants have Buster Posey for now. Uh, Padres, man, poor, poor Padres. Well, they do have a hole since they traded away Grandal. Right. I just don't know if they have the pitching, the prospects you're looking for. Uh, Rockies, who really should not be <laughs> building right now. I mean, they should not be taking on salary trying to win. They should really be trying to trade away to the whiskey <laughs> and um, cargo and rebuild. And then the Diamondbacks. I mean, they just traded away their catcher. Why would they want to bring in another one? Yeah. Uh, going to AL, Orioles are getting Matt uh, Weeders back. The Yankees, um, who did they have? They, have they always have guys that yeah. are supposed to be the next big catching prospect. I think they have Sir, uh, Francisco Covelli and some. Uh, the catcher used to play with the Braves. What's his name? McCann. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. They've they got a lot of money tied up with him. The Blue Jays are a possibility because I can't name their catcher. You paid you paid me. The Rays, I don't think so. Just because, again, I sense them going into rebuild mode. I think their little time of dominance is over, unfortunately. And the Red Sox, I mean, they have their catcher of the future in Christian Vasquez. Sure, why not? Yeah, it's either Vasquez or Betancourt. Um, yeah. Um, Central Tigers. <coughs> Who has the catch from the Tigers? Is it Avila? Yeah, Alex. Alex Avila. The Royals. Tally. Oh yeah, Perez. Uh, not going there. Indians have. They just moved Santana out there. How come I cannot remember their catcher? Because I don't pay attention to the Indians. White Sox and Twins. I would say. Yeah, that's. I think. Well, you know what? The White Sox, possibly, because they're obviously they're not rebuilding at this point. I mean, they're obviously trying to make a push with the moves that they've made during the off season. That's true. Um, and they haven't had a decent catcher since you know the AJ Pruszynski era. So they have had a decent catcher. A catcher for the Indians, Jan Gomes. Oh no, he's he's solid. Yep, he's supposed to be you know the next guy, I guess. For the White Sox, it is Tyler Flowers, and they there was talks about those two trading mm-hmm. um, because Flowers is not he's not a catcher of the future at this point. Hmm. Possible, so and the White Sox may be winning, and then we go through the AL West. Angels, Athletics, Mariners, Rangers. Yeah. Who are names from the team? I think the White Sox are winning. If I were to guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't feel too bad about that. Um, so do you think... So what do you think happens? I mean, what Ultimately, if you have four catchers, what's going to happen? Someone's getting traded. Someone is getting so someone is getting traded. I would guess they're throwing feelers out there, seeing which player gets up the most talent back, and I would guess it's either Castro or Stassi. Right, I'm thinking it's Castro because he's the only one that's he, out of the two of them. He's the only one that's proved it in the in the majors. Right. It's gonna be interesting. Uh, it's gonna be interesting. It, it'll be interesting following up on that and. Mm-hmm. Watching to see what what they do you know, over the next few weeks, because uh, I mean, really, you only, you only have about four weeks to get it to get something done. Now, well, something else is going to done. The rumor that they're talking to a Scott Boris client. That guy is Stephen Drew. To catch? No, to play either third or short. Ah, I see. No, I was I was still folk talking about catchers, but I changed something just because you know pitchers and catchers will be reporting. 
you know, uh, was it the middle or the beginning of February? That's not that far away if you really think about it. It, it'll be here before you know it. So <coughs> I think they need to. What else do you think the Astros need to do? Like upgrade third base. Really? Or is Are it, is it give time? Dominguez another chance? What's the problem with Dominguez? I mean, he's not a bad defender. He can't hit. Yeah, but who else is out there? I mean, is Steven Drew really an option? Steven Drew that much of a better hitter than the Dominguez. Dominguez, or if, if they were bringing him, you said that they were considering him for either short or third. I, I see that as a major downgrade. <coughs> because, yeah, he, he strikes out a lot. Yes. Hits for a low average, yeah. but he still has some pop in his bat. He still can drive in runs. And he's still a good defender. And he's young. He's only 25. He's only he's He's been in the league for, what, three years now? It still feels like third base is a black hole um, offensively. Yeah, we haven't had, I mean, it seems like we only have like one hit wonders mm-hmm. every every year or two. But, it, but it's, it's, it's not like, like, just like Kim Caminetti left. But even, that, you know, okay, you know what, side note. Oh, here we go. Can you, can you find out his, can you pull up his statistics? Caminetti? Yeah. Because <sighs> I, I, all right. You know, I have mixed feelings about that guy, you know, uh, in terms of his status in the, you know, amongst the legendary Astros or whatever, you know, because every, it's always back with Vigio and Caminetti. When, it, when I think it really should just be back with Vigio. Ooh, who says Caminetti? Is There's that a lot like, of fans that talk about ooh. that are always raving about Caminetti. I want to meet these mysterious fans that you're talking about, just please. Just go online, man. That's what you got to do. But he didn't start hitting. He didn't start mashing the ball until he left the team in, what, 94, 95? 95. Before then, and then he, he played two seasons with us, which he did nothing. You know, he put up Matt Dominguez numbers, essentially. Are, are you kidding? Those two years, 303, 15 home runs. I would take that over whatever the Matt Dominguez is giving us right now. At yeah, least that wasn't going to hold up for a full season in 59 games. I think the average comes down, and the the home runs don't go up that much more. But the thing is, his peak years weren't in an Astros uniform. I just want to find these fans that you're ta- that you're talking about. Because if whenever I talk to fans, you know, at the stadium or or wherever it may be, it's always Biggio and Maglo and everybody else is a tier below. So I need introduce me to these people. Well, then, then in that tier below, they put Caminetti, and he shouldn't even be in that tier below. He should be two notches below. I feel like. Okay, so who's in that tier below then? Uh, Osmus because of his defense. Um, there's really not much else. I mean, it it's very tough. I don't know. This team is historically this team has just been weird. I guess Jose Cruz. You put that that second notch below. We're going back to the seventies now. Hey, yeah, that's you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, you're losing. You gotta go back to the seventies for an argument. <coughs> Hold on, kids, get back in the wayback machine. <laughs> Nobody in the nineties that would be in that second tier. Video Bagwell, and then who's below them from the nineties? Derek Bell, Tony Eusebio. Derek Bell, Moises Alou, uh, Richard Hidalgo. Uh, two years, man. He only had two really good years. Three at the most. And then he got a big fat contract and boom, just took a nosedive. And Derek Bell hit just about as, hit about the same as Dominguez does. You know, I, I, I think it's I don't think it's time to give up on Dominguez. I mean he's still young enough and he still has a good glove and he can still you know, he can still offer between fifteen and twenty home runs. Which is something at third base we've never had consistently. 
It's always been one one year wonders, and he has maintained a semblance of of consistency over the past three years that he's been with the team. All I can say is he's got like a year or two to figure it out, or else Moran or Rio Ruiz are going to come in and take that job from him. Well, that happens all the time. I mean, that that's just part of the game. That's not. But I think 25, he still has a chance. You're going to bat for Matt Dominguez. I just want the people to hear this. Yeah, I am. You're going to bat for Matt Dominguez. Who else out there is better? Who Who are you going to plug in at the at this time? You You the first name you mentioned was Stephen Drew, a guy who is hurt often and doesn't hit. He hits worse than Matt Dominguez, and that was the first guy that you came up with. I didn't come up with them. That was the rumors they were talking to Scott Boris about him. That well, wasn't no, no, but, no, I'm not saying you picked him, but that was the first guy that came to mind that even if it is just a rumor, you could have said, oh, well, maybe we should go after this guy. I'd rather go to Chase Headley if I had a chance. But it's not my team. Really? Chase yeah. Headley's in his 30s and he's been injured and he had one good season with the Padres. You, you think he could go back to form? Yes, he had a good season last year with the Yankees. It was okay. What? I don't know. I, I guess I am going to bat. You know, going to bat for Matt Dominguez. I want to go back with the guy that I've actually seen him do it once. Matt Dominguez. All he's done is hit home runs with a two forty batting average. We have that already. It's called Chris Carter. I don't need two of that. What is Chase Headley going to do for you? He's going to hit what two fifty, two sixty. That's better than two forty. That's but better than what Dominguez did last year. But is he going to score? He's going to score the same amount of runs. He's going to maybe drive in less runs. He's probably going to hit about the same amount of home runs. There's not a major difference offensively. Off, you know, defensively it's different. I, I'm not too familiar with with Headley defensively, but offensively you're not. There's not going to be much of a difference. Strikeouts and batting average. But going to bat for Matt Dominguez. But runs, runs batted in and home runs will be pretty pretty much the same. Going to bat for Matt Dominguez. That's all I got to say. I'm standing my ground on this one. It's shaky ground, but standing ground. <laughs> he won't be the Astros' third baseman in two years. I guarantee that. Well, yeah, we. that's obvious because we have guys that we have, are trying to – Room, uh, they plugged in Dominguez right away as soon as they drafted or uh, traded for him. And you've got guys like Rio Ruiz, who is a homegrown guy, a guy that we drafted. You know, made sure we signed him. You know, we gave him a little extra money to make sure that we, you know, or had the money to sign him. So of course, he's a guy that they have a lot, you know, high hopes for. And if he can hit better than Matt Dominguez, fantastic. The, t- all the team benefits. I mean, that's what that's what we want. I mean, we want the best guys out there. But presently, Matt Dominguez in his career, 232 hitter, 275 on base, 18.1% strikeout rate. Let's see. So he's, he's, and not as good defensively as you might think. That's what everybody was always talking about is his glove, but I don't know why. Then fans need then we need to stop, you know, praising his glove then. Oops. Caps like Chase Headley. And he's only played, I guess, two and a quarter seasons with us. Defensively, he's pretty solid, I guess. But he's old. He's I mean he's not gonna be Around either. Chase Headley in his career. 265 bad average, 347 on base percentage. Let's see. Uh, he strikes out a lot too. 22.2%, 22.6% strikeout percentage. Defensively, off the head, that's impressive, I'm going to say. I was not aware of that. But he's already in his 30s. He's not going to be around for a while, for much longer. And he's going to cost more than Dominguez, too. Because he's better. <laughs> better things cost more. That's why an Xbox One costs more than an Xbox 360. What's better that? things. Oh, God. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just going to disagree with you. You're going to, you're going to war with Matthew Dominguez. 
I'm going to bat for Dominguez. You're going to bat for Matt Dominguez. Have fun with that, buddy. <laughs> There's a reason why he was not picked up in our fantasy league. Well, yeah, because there's there aren't a lot of better. There's not like a, a, a <coughs> huge amount or like a. I'm sorry, I'm trying to put it together. There's not a uh, a larger a large number of better third basemen, but there's just enough to cover our our fantasy teams, which is like twelve team fantasy 12 league teams. with third baseman with the first third um, uh, slot still on the free agent list. That's all I got to say. Case close. Joanna, my case is over. Anything else you want to go? <coughs> uh, not, not about Mac Dominguez. We've talked about it enough. I I'm talking about the next subject. Uh, what were we going to mention? We were going to mention the Jeff Luno. Oh, he got a contract extension last winter. <laughs> kind of stealth. Uh, no one really knows how many years or for how much money. Just know that uh, Jim Crane came out and said, basically what Crane said was, yeah, he got a contract extension. I think it was last winter. That's I'll all have to get know. back to you on that. <coughs> That's all we know. That's why if money goes, we really, we rarely hear what the salaries are anyway. Especially so. for the Astros. They like to keep that kind of stuff hush-hush. Yeah. Um, do you think he's deserving of an extension? For any ex, uh, any amount of time. How long has he been um, the general manager? Been around since what 2012? Uh, really? So this has it only been 2012? Seems like it's been much longer than that. So mm-hmm. I'll take your word for it. So has it been 2012? When did you? Yes, it was because that's when we moved over to the American League. Mm-hmm. When he came in, he said he had a five-year plan to make us winners. So this is year 12. This will be year four. We'll see what happens. I believe they've done all the right things in rebuilding the team and getting all these stockpile of talented players in the minor leagues. So we'll have to just see. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, then poor Juno will be out looking for a job. Uh, I agree. It's... um really seems like all is going according to plan at this point. And it uh, hasn't been easy, especially with, you know, fan outrage and whatnot. But, you know, that's, like I said, that's any time you're losing, it, it's always going to be there. It doesn't matter who's in charge or whatever. It's uh, that's part of, you know, sports and competition, you know, all together. But, you know, I'm... I, I've liked what they've done so far, mm-hmm. what he's done so far. I mean, you know, it's no longer the days of going out and signing Woody Williams, you know, at age 37 or whatever, or signing Kaiser Matsui for three years. You know, we're no longer trying to hold on to that. Basically, what we were doing back in that time was what the Phillies are doing now. <laughs> Trying to grasp on and hold on to that last shred of hope to make the playoffs. Patchwork, man. Yeah. Patchwork. <coughs> and the young guys are coming around. The mean guys. I'm kidding. You hang on to the <laughs> You just hang on to that. I'm going to enjoy what in two years when he's no longer a team and we're in the Astros shop. Look at his jersey for 75% off. I'm going to enjoy that. I just I just proved how easy it is to set this guy off. <laughs> you just hang on to that Matt Dominguez. Just family. like that. You and Matt Dominguez's family. That's the only two <laughs> people that are on that ground right now. Um, no, but I think the young guys are coming around. I mean, look, uh, what's it? No, Springer wasn't his first trip pick. Um, but Correa was having a great year. You so know, last last season, leg. Some broken leg. You know, that's. It was un- it was unavoidable, unfortunately. Um, but he oh, was can I say something right after he broke his leg. There were a bunch of people going online talking about, well, he, this is why he should have been in Double A. He wouldn't have got hurt. They don't have bases at Corpus Christi. It could have very well come on. It could have happened anywhere. It was an awkward slide, and his foot got hung up on the base. Shut up, people. <laughs> Shut up. This wouldn't happen if they promoted him. Idiots. But you know the, the young core group of guys that uh, that we've got, 
seem to be really putting it together and seem like they're they're they are on the path to putting this team on on their backs, on their collective backs, uh-huh. and leading the charge into a new era, I guess, or you know, whatever you want to call it. The Mount Five Hundred era. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else about the Astros? Uh, we lost a lot of the Shields in the Rule 5 draft. Uh, that was really, tough. I'm not really concerned. I mean, all you, I'm, I read like Keith Law and fan graphs, things like that, and the scouts all say the same thing. He has an attitude problem. He doesn't seem like he's focused all the time. Um, so, I mean, I hope this is the, the thing that turns his career around. He, I mean, that... The Astros didn't even think he was worth protecting. Luna came out and said they didn't think anybody was going to take him. He followed so far down their draft, down their um, prospect boards, down other teams. I mean, I'm I'm surprised he was taken, especially by the Rangers. But then, what does that say about the Rangers pick? Because it wasn't like it wasn't <laughs> like he was the last pick in the Rule Five. I mean, he was the third third taken in the Rule Five draft. I mean, that was would you. Would you chalk it up more as a, a rash, you know, mad grab? Chalk it up to the Rangers. Don't really know what they're going to get out of uh, Elvis Andrews and what's the other guy they have? Profar. Profar. Oh, yeah. I don't know because I remember both of them injured last year. And Andrews, I mean, he has a $120 million contract. Yeah, for seven more years, I believe. Yeah, so you don't know what you get out of him, and you don't know what you get out of Profar, because he's still a young guy. Just take a chance on another young guy. Hopefully, um, Shields, the Shields can, I don't want to be rude, but pull his head out of his ass and play like he's supposed to, like his daddy. But I'm, <coughs> I'm not predicting that I'll say that much. Mm-hmm. I think there's a good chance that that we don't get him back, I think there's a good chance that Texas decides to just ride him on the bench all year, that 25th spot. Is he, um, what's going to ask you? Um, he got drafted by the rule, the rule five draft. The, what level was he in? Double A. A? So yeah. he's a double A. Does that mean he has to, he has to be in the MLB roster the entire year, right? He does. That's right. Or disabled list. I don't see how he stays up there the entire year, but we'll see. I think that last spot, you know, he used uh, as a late inning speedster kind of guy. I guess, but like you said, they got Profar, they have um, Andrews, and they also have Odor. Yeah, but he al- and he also plays the outfield. So, you know, he has a defensive replacement as well. I was going to say, because where else are they going to put him on the outfield? Don't they still have Alexa Ramirez? I mean, Alexi, uh Reels? Outfield, yeah, in center field. Uh, he went to center, I thought he did left. Was, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, then. Uh, and they still have the decaying carcass of Sinchu Chu out there in right field. <laughs> God, that contract was bad the minute he got signed, and we all knew it. Yeah, it started depreciating in yeah. value. As <laughs> soon as it got off the line. As soon as the ink dried, man. As soon as that tires hit the hit the street. Um <coughs> But then, but look, he's he's a young guy with fresh legs who could be a late inning replacement for you know the carcasses of, of Chu and Rios at this stage in their careers. Um, so I think there's a good chance he could stick around, you know, on the roster. That just hurts your flexibility to have one guy on the roster you can't move unless he gets hurt. Mm-hmm. But he's got he's got enough tools to. Yeah, but again, as long that's as, not the as tools are the problem. Again, getting his head out of his own ass. Yeah. Uh-huh. But that can be remedied by the experience of being around, you know. The big, you know, the big league roster, you know, got a lot of experienced guys in that locker room. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We don't know. Yeah. So what about you? Do you have anything else uh, to cover? Uh, as far as Ashley concerned, real quick, let's go through the rest of the free agency. James Shields, where do you think he signs? Man, that's a good question. He, is he 32? 32. Uh, he'll probably wind up in Boston at this point. How much? He's thirty-two. Uh, five years, uh, hundred million. I was going to go five years, ninety million. Boston as well. And for the big fish out there, 
Sorry, Max Serger. Yankees for how old is he? Thirty one, I believe. Let's go and see. It's thirty. All right. Uh, Seven years. Two oh four. Woo. Either two oh four or one ninety eight. <coughs> He's not getting the curse. Uh, yeah, the Kershaw deal. No, no. He's way too old for that. Even seven. I was. Oof. I would not be comfortable going any more than five. But I know some teams going to talk themselves and going six or seven or because six they, with a vesting option because the only way they're going to get them. They're going to fear that's the only way to get them. Like there's going to be a, that. They always fear that there's that other team that's mm-hmm. waiting in the wings to add that extra year. God, the Yankees. I wouldn't be surprised if the Yankees got them. But again, that's just throwing more money on a bad pile. Yep. That's a conversation for another day. But they freed up a lot of money when uh, Jeter retired. That's awesome. And they're going to eat a lot of money now that A-Rod's back. Yep. Uh, so Okay, so those are the big two that you wanted to talk about. I don't think there's anything else. Because those are the biggest ones. Everybody else is about gone. Yeah, but they've all Shit. been locked up. Yeah. Sandoval, Liriano, Martin, Headley. Hmm. Cool. Easy. Nope. No, no, not that guy. No, <coughs> I've already talked enough about that. Irvin Santana. Big Irv. Oh, it's frustrating, man. You keep talking. You keep saying his name like y'all are like the best of friends. Like y'all see each other. Go, hey, Big Irv. That's, hey, That's a great. That's a great nickname. It works on so many levels. No comment on that one. Anyway, say what you want to say to the peeps. Uh, thanks again, as always, for tuning in. Uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. And what are we going to talk about next time? We're going back to football? Hmm, let's see. Well, basketball. We haven't had a basketball podcast all year. We talked some basketball. Um, and I'm trying to think. Well, if anything else exciting happens, then they were the MLB will definitely talk about it. Yep, and especially as soon as Scherzer and Shields sign. I'm sure we'll we'll jump back into it. Yeah, this one will see your end of the year. We're gonna have our end of year wrap 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 up party where we get all of us together. You, me, Stephen, Delilah. We just talk about 2015 and where we want to go next year, and maybe some other special guests. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. We will see what Should happens. Should be fun. Yeah. Woo! Don't you don't you just love the excitement the excitement in that guy's voice? Woo! There we go. All right, we're shutting off. All right, for Anthony, I'm DeQuincy. Later, babies.